They try to drown me I can swim upstream so profoundly I can stay calm in a dire situation I'm at it every day, no time for a vacation And I smell blood in the water Everything I do, yeah, I do it for my daughters Now I'm gonna shut your lips It's time for a brand new episode of what? We talking, just say what? We talking, just say what? We talking, just say what? We talking, just said it's time for a brand new episode of Talking Jit. Tano. Yo, what's up, Kevin? What's up, man? How you doing? Good, man. How you doing? So far, so good. Thanks for doing this. Yeah, of course, man. This is awesome. Um, <laughs> Have you done a lot of them before or a lot of podcasts? Uh, no, nah, not too many. I've done um, probably like two, three. Oh, nice. Yeah. Are all of them different? Yeah, it's kind or of just the same questions over and over for you. <laughs> um, nah, yeah, it's usually, you know, background story um, and then just kind of spontaneous stuff. All right, I always cool. love doing them, though. Yeah, because that's pretty much what I had planned. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, I was trying to be different, brother. Um, <laughs> How well, you been, though? I've been good, man. F- super busy. I mean, last, when I saw you, I had the one little baby. Now yeah. I've got two. So, yeah, it's having two is different, man. But, I, you know, it's it makes the family feel more whole, bro. You'll see. I know you'll be there one day. <laughs> yeah, I will. Um, oh. And I wanted... Uh, before we get started, too, I want to thank you for the tickets last year, too. That was awesome. Yeah, of course, dude. I think you uh, sacked Tom Brady in that game, too, or you got your hands on him, right? Yeah, got my hands on him. Funny how I go to a Bucks game in Tampa, and uh, being from Tampa, and I'm rooting for you to sack our quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> and it happens. Yeah, got his ass twice. It was amazing, man. Um, <clears throat> So... What I was thinking was uh, from Uganda, right? Yeah, so my mom grew up there, and my dad grew up in the Ivory Coast, but uh, I was born here in Michigan. Oh, okay. Was uh, is Uganda something that you'd want to get into, talk about, or? Uh, yeah, we can for sure. Because I was thinking about covering that a little bit, and I wanted to talk about the champion mindset, like being on a champion team and how, you know, that all the camaraderie behind all that and stuff. And then a bunch of people sent in questions. So I figured maybe at the end we could do like a quick, uh, like <clears throat> just a quick answer some question round. Yeah, for sure. It works for you. How much time do you have? Uh, Probably a little over an hour. Okay, cool. Works perfect for me, bro. Yeah, my mom's here, so I'm actually taking her to the airport soon. She's been oh. here for about almost two weeks. Where's is she still staying in Uganda? Uh, she'll be there for like part of the year, and then she still lives in um like right outside of Philly, kind of like where I grew up. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. So back and forth. What's yeah. it like over there, dude? In Uganda? Yeah. That's like East Africa, right? Yeah. It's by uh, like Kenya. Yeah, like, yeah. Okay. It, has a, it borders Kenya, uh, and it's hot. Hot as shit there. <laughs> Is it like hotter than Florida? Hotter than Miami? Like, uh, It's a little more of a – it's a little drier of a heat, I guess, but it's still hot. Um, Just more sunny, I guess. Not as cloudy. There's no – Real ocean near it, so you know, just almost like straight desert. Um, they actually got a lot of like farm farmland and um, I guess agriculture going on there. I'd almost compare it to like the Iowa of Africa because it's just like straight farmland and grazers. They're known for like being um, cow grazers. What do you What do you usually do when you go over there and visit? Um, just visit family, really, because my mom's whole side of the family's out there. And uh, is it like yeah. chilling, or do they put you to work, or like? <laughs> um, 
Not really, not too much. Um, like, uh, we've been back there for like funerals, um, and kind of just like family events. But the first time I went, I was really young, and I met like my mom's sisters kids there and stuff like that and um yeah dude it, it was just like a big awakening <laughs> big uh wake up call to just like being grateful just, for a just lot feeling of blessed to be over here yeah you know um so i think that's why she wanted to take me when i was young she like took me a lot of places when i was young gotcha i mean that's always good man that's one thing about traveling is it does open your eyes to like a lot of a lot of things yeah. people get complacent just sitting in one spot and they don't really realize how much different things can be just even a state over let alone continents you know yeah exactly you know like i was like uh just thinking back on i'm really lucky to have like been able to have family even out there you know like a lot of people don't know what's outside of america what's outside of um their state like you're saying Americans have like no idea what it's like outside of America. I feel like, like yeah, it's. I mean, it's hard to leave too. You know, like a lot of people from Uganda don't leave. My mom was an ex, an exception. You know, um, so like that's kind of the thing with it. Um, a lot of people don't get to kind of see outside of their state or just outside of the small, real small area. You know. Do you think, like, if a lot of people in Uganda, like, came to America and, like, ended up in a spot like New York City or something, like, highly populated, do you think it'd be overwhelming to them? <laughs> uh, just, like, seeing tall-ass buildings and, like, almost no greenery and just people everywhere, loud noises? I don't think it'll be too overwhelming because, I mean, uh, Uganda, like, has its cities and stuff like that. It's... uh actually super super populated so like their big oh really city kampala would be like the equivalent to new york i mean it's not anything like new york like the buildings that tall you know like yeah that's kind of a crazy modern modern uh marvel the city of new york but uh uh i don't think they'd be overwhelmed it would just be just a different It'd be diff- yeah, it'd just be way different, like a different there. dynamic. Yeah, super different dynamic there. It's like super <laughs> hot. New York, you know, like certain times of the year it's hot, but you're gonna get like snow. Like the climate would be a lot different to somebody, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, feel like the the way people do things, the the pace, like out there, it's a lot slower of a pace. Here, it's a lot faster. Yeah, dude, like, you see them taxis, how they move around New York, dude. <laughs> but I guess, I mean, I guess there are, like, you know, I guess, like, driving isn't really as organized as it is in the States, everywhere else. Like, I've seen, like, how people in Brazil drive, knowing all the Portuguese guys from the gym. Oh, yeah, no, you got to know how to drive out there, for real. Um, like, that's something I have yet to do, is drive in Uganda or the Ivory Coast. Um <laughs> But <laughs> it's uh it's something you almost have to grow up learning how to do because you just see some things and you're like, really, man? Like, really? What what was going? You know? Yeah, for sure. I'm like, I'm living vicariously through you and Jake, dude. Because you know, I keep up with Jake a lot. And for the people listening, Jake is Jake has been on the podcast. He's the he's like, was he a strength and conditioning coach for you? Yeah, strength and conditioning coach, mentor. He's like really good. Just one of my best friends for sure. Yeah, man, he's a solid mentor for me too. And that's kind of like our link together is through Jake. And having me do workouts with you two, bro, that shit was fucking awesome. <laughs> um, is were those workouts that we did at his house? Is that like, what is that compared to like a day like at uh training for you know? whoever you're playing next week, is that like anything comparable to NFL training or is that like just a walk in the park? Um, it's definitely different. Um, I was just laughing cause I remember I took my girlfriend through, uh, Jake Cox's warm up, and she was like, 
obliterated, <laughs> just dead. And <laughs> I like it took me uh, like five minutes into it to realize, okay, like this is an NFL warm up. This isn't just like an average warm up. Um, but uh, nah, because his uh, his workouts are definitely a little different, um, just because. Like during a normal work week, I guess in season, you're practicing, you're hitting people. So there's a lot less you need to do in the weight room and uh, more just field stuff where we were kind of in his garage, like going through a circuit, definitely fast paced. And he he like gets your cardio in the workout. Um, he didn't let us talk, bro. Yeah, yeah. No, it's like if you're you're here to work out, you're here to work out. <laughs> you know? Which Don't I respect him. it. I respect yeah, yeah. it. Sir. But yeah, man, I remember pulling the sled and by the time we were like every round, every time we were, I was like getting on that sled to pull it down the street, I remember being like, This is where you dig deep. This is where you dig deep. <laughs> <laughs> and I I think him and I went and trained a couple of times after that too, which was tough. That, yeah, no. And you were trying to put on weight, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's worked, you know. Haven't uh, looked back since. Like, sitting at 285, so that's a plus. feel like I got my diet in, in control and um, doing that weird fake vegan, I don't even know what to call it. It's like seafood, plant-based, whatever. Kind of got it all figured out and got my weight, like, stabilized. So you eat fish? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Because when you're here, you're having like you're looking for like grouper sandwiches and stuff. Yeah. Why do you Why do you do that diet again? Uh, just realize like how my body responds to, um, just I guess different animal products. I probably cleared out too many at once. Mm-hmm. Um, I've tried introducing like um, milk back in my diet, butter, um, any cow stuff really kind of irritates me. And it's uh, something that shows up in my skin and in a lot of different places that we could go. But it's just like uh, my body tells me, yeah, no, nah, don't don't eat this. So I listen to it. Yeah, I mean, I can't blame you there. Everyone's body is different. It's so weird how much different like one product can be, which that probably means you're not doing like whey protein or anything like that. Correct. No, nah, just plant based. So it's usually some type of like pea protein or. Just other plant-derived protein. And then Jesus. I eat seafood on top of that. But, yeah. You're a huge human being to be like. <laughs> like, whenever I've got, we've actually got a couple of vegans in my uh, jiu-jitsu gym now. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm like, how do you guys get enough protein? How do you guys get enough protein? But then, like, you know, every now and then I see you pop up on the socials. I'm like, well, Tano's 285 and jacked. It's got to <laughs> be possible. You know? Right. <clears throat> I mean, being a genetic freak that helps too are you gonna are you ever gonna try out jiu-jitsu i know you came by and checked it out uh i don't know i don't know i'll see you can be I honest, need something bro. to keep myself busy though for real like something competitive and um i feel like in jiu-jitsu you learn so much man all the time and it's a it's it's a it's a cool sport it's like very reactionary but like i think like a lot of sports, you kind of got to go back to your training and instincts when you're doing it. So you, you can uh, be honest, bro. Does it look weird watching it? Uh, no, nah. I think it's from nah, like an outside point of weird. view. No, it's literally what we try to do in football all the time is dominate the man in front of you. You guys, mm-hmm. that's all you can do. So it's pretty dope. You uh, are you getting a lot of playtime this year? Uh, it's bouncing up and down. Gotcha. Um, yeah, but I mean, I'm doing what I can with what I got and just grateful for. You're uh, in a great spot, man. I mean, yeah. You're like how many years in the league? Eight. This is seven right now. Seven. Yeah. That's good, dude. And I'm sure you got plenty of, but yeah, they, uh, I was asking about jujitsu, man. Cause I think Jake's afraid to put you in there. <laughs> <laughs> Probably like, right now, dude. I mean. I bet after a few months, bro, you would just be a monster. Like, just with how you you probably know, like, like in football, do you guys do, like, underhooks or, like, bicep control or anything like that? 
like swimming, right? Pummeling. I don't swimming. know that terminology, but yeah, yeah. I know I, like pull throughs. I know like arm overs, like stuff like that. Which yes, I see. Like, <laughs> like you could you could probably like grab an arm and figure out how to get around it. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah, pull someone or push someone in the direction. And I bet with just having that and your strength and stuff, bro, you'd probably be just in, in jiu-jitsu like like you know how you pummel like kind of pummel inside or outside or whatever yeah in jiu-jitsu you just swim it through to like an underhook to where you're kind of like hugging the person but you're under the armpit yeah and those help you maintain dominance or get out of sticky situations so just from having like the reactionary muscles that put your hand placement where you want i you'd be you'd be beating jake's ass and i'm telling him i said it <laughs> <laughs> in no time i think he's just afraid to have the competition man shit i mean i got yeah give me a couple couple months of practice under my belt i'd definitely like to see jake i know he's over there in vietnam right now freaking killing it just working out taking care of his kids killing it he's That's getting like, big too yeah i saw dude <laughs> <laughs> I was like, last time I talked to him, we FaceTimed, and he was like, I'm like, damn, dude, it's working. Whatever you're doing is working, my friend. <laughs> what, um, you, so you obviously like competition. You like being competitive. Have you always been that way? Yeah, I'd say so, for sure. Um, that's why I think I like gravitated towards sports. And, um, you know, I feel like the older you grow, the more you see, like, people don't um are just or there's a lot of people that aren't competitive you know like that don't um try to achieve or aren't like achievement oriented you know like and right not saying you need to be but um like i feel like being a competitive person sports kind of gives you that um option or gives you a way of like um getting getting those achievements and um you know satisfying yourself in that way if you are that type of person right um and you were on like an actual championship team you're with the the chiefs when they won uh yeah. not last they obviously just won right they're the champs right now but yeah the first time <laughs> you're yeah you're with them the first time did you did they go back to back? Well, my I have dad brain nowadays, so you got to help me out here. <laughs> Did they go back to back? Right? Yeah. They won one so and then lost one of the Bucks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. So you were on the championship team when you played. Who'd you guys play? Um, uh, when we won the yeah. 40, 49ers. 49ers. Yeah. Did you did you notice a difference, or did you have a different like champion mindset compared to like? I don't know, being on another team that hasn't, uh, that like, an, you know what I'm saying? Like a game winning team, like the chiefs were, you're on the chiefs. You went to the super bowl twice in a row. Yeah. And then now you're in, uh, new Orleans, which is almost in like a rebuild stage, right? Close. Uh, yeah. I mean, different parts, different pieces, I would say. Right. Um, definitely, uh, new head coach, you know, new quarterback, like a lot of different things um, going on, but um, is there a difference between like, did, or even being on a champion team, like, is there a difference between the mindsets with all your, your teammates and stuff? Or do you think everyone's in the same exact zone? Like, Oh, we're going for the kill. Like, uh, yeah. I mean, I feel like a championship mindset is one where you kind of can see where you are, um, know, like, what you've done. Like, hey, we've been great. We've been – we've we've won these games or, like, we've been in these tough situations and, we, and we've come out uh, victorious. Like, being able to see that, being able to see where you are, like, um, right now, but also being able to see – where you want to go um and kind of doing all that at the same time <laughs> and being yeah uh, just being, yeah, willing being to... aware of that you know being in tune with all of that um and that's just different things throughout the week different things um 
I guess. Um, but it's a it's a feeling for sure that you have, and you know, um, and it definitely takes like a whole team to be on the same page uh, with that. Um, like everyone has to be willing to push through as well, like adversity and. Is it like a hype thing? Uh, it's an interesting dynamic to me because, like, my sport, it's just you, you know, one-on-one. You versus – it's kind of mostly just, you know, one person to one person. But yeah. in, in your sport, it's like a whole huge – like, you've got so many factors, you know? Yeah, yeah, so many factors. Um that's why it's it's hard to say like oh is is there one thing that's different uh, that's different between the teams or like is there one thing that a championship team does and there's like there's really not just one thing that a championship team does but um, I think if you were to pinpoint one thing it'd be a mindset you know um, a mindset throughout the different aspects and different things that you do. What do you what do you tell yourself as you're climbing the ladder through like playoffs and everything? Um, it's really kind of a lot of different things that I've learned. Um, one thing is routine. Like routine helps so much, um, especially with a long season or just like throughout life. I feel like having a routine um, gives you something to fall back onto and something. Uh, that gives you space in your mind to like focus on other things. So routine is huge. Um, routine as you as a like individual player, but like also as a team, like routinely doing the same things um, on the same days, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. <clears throat> I remember seeing you, you showed me like your time block schedule at one point. I was like, holy shit. That's pretty. <laughs> I know you don't have much time. And, like, today's your day off, right? You get a whole day off, or is it? Yeah, so today's our day off, but we had uh, kind of just like a defensive line meeting um, called by the D-line, you know, just to do a little extra stuff and get about, like, an hour of run film on the team we're about to play and kind of just talk about different strategies or what we see, how we want to attack them um, as a D-line. That's got to be fun, dude. What's, what do you do on your day off, like, personally? Uh, personally, um, it Is depends it like- depends on the week for sure. But uh, I like to kind of just get my body right. So I do, like, stretching. Um, I'll do, like, an Epsom salt bath. I'll do. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Finally, uh, dude. I don't find a lot of people who take Epsom salt baths. Oh, yeah, I love it, man. I love it, especially, like, after you stretch so you're not sore. Uh, you feel different, right? Like, you get out of that thing and your whole body feels relaxed. Yeah. For At least sure. for me. Yeah. No, yeah, no, I love them. I do that religiously every week. Um, I used to do it almost a little too much, dude, like, twice, <laughs> three times a week, and, like, I was getting a little too tired, and I was wondering why, and it's like, oh, yeah, because you're sweating like half a pound in the Epsom salt bath. Dude, that, I, I just learned that like in recent years as well, that you actually sweat. Um, one of the, one of the MMA guys was like cutting weight. Yeah. And he kept going to the hot tub and I'm thinking like, won't your body absorb the water? Like ain't that counterintuitive? And he's like, no, you cut weight in the water. Like you sweat. Yeah. I'm like, no way. And sure as shit, you actually sweat while you're, sitting in hot water or an Epsom salt bath pulls it out of you. Yeah, yeah, you're right, because of the salt levels and stuff, I guess. Yeah, it's like, it gets the magnesium in your blood going, which will help you repair. But it's also, like you said, like you're probably feeling drained because you're dehydrating yourself. And, <clears throat> like, I don't know, you do you guys, you guys have inside, right? You're an inside practice? Uh, yeah, we got an indoor facility and we got a little outdoor thing that we use more in camp, but since we play indoors, most, most of the places we played this year too, have been indoors. We've, uh, just been practicing in our indoor field. What do you like? Like, what's the worst weather to play in? 
The worst weather is probably rainy and cold. So, like, not snowing yet, but just, like, that 30, 30 like 35-degree weather, 40-degree weather, and uh, raining. That sucks. That's worse than, like, 100-degree heat and humidity? Yeah, I could do heat. Like, nobody can really escape the heat. But you can escape the cold mentally. I feel like you can't escape the heat mentally. Why is that? You think it's because, like, when you're moving, you get all, like, warmed up anyway? Or Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. no matter what, if you're moving, you're hot? Yeah, for sure. Damn, I'm, I'm a pussy when it comes to heat, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, you, you've probably seen some crazy stuff being in uh, Tampa, man. Yeah, dude, I always, like, I think... I think our guys practice outside. And then when I see games, I'm like, and like just standing in the stadium, yeah. um, like the, the bucks, the, the pirate ship, right. It creates a shadow and you will, you can literally look at the stadium during the day and everyone is like huddled inside of that shadow. And as the <laughs> shadow moves throughout the game, everyone like moves with the shadow and everyone gets closer <laughs> and closer because they're trying to stay out of the sun. That's pretty funny. And these are people who aren't even playing. They're just, you know what I mean? I can only imagine down the field just running your ass off. I think you played last time it was a night game, so you got, like, pretty decent weather. But Yeah, dude. Sometimes I see some of them games, I'm like, those guys down there got to be dying. Like, I don't know how they do it. I don't know how you guys stay hydrated or don't, like, like, have heat exhaustion. Right? I feel like half the heat exhaustion rules came from Florida. <laughs> oh. And you were you were interested in Miami, weren't you? Oh uh, yeah, that would have been a that would have been nice, man. That would have been cool, bro. That's that's the team I root for first and foremost. <laughs> I would have been. Dude, I would have been super... killing it. Tyreek's killing it over there. Oh yeah, that's your boy. Yeah, dude, I'm so like I didn't think he would be this productive. I don't know how you felt, but like I'm like ah, oh, he had Patrick Mahomes throwing to him. Like he's, you know, he's small like. Miami's been kind of like having trouble, and dude yeah. comes over here and is freaking killing it. Yeah, he has a lot of good pieces too, man. Like good uh, offensive coordinator, good quarterback, good uh, teammates around him, man. It's like I love I'm not that saying coach. like it's just it's or I'm not saying Tyreek's not amazing, but I'm saying he has a good a lot of good pieces around him. You know, a lot of stuff fell the right way, and. He is reaping all that benefit, man. He is killing it. Did I heard like he's getting fined for throwing the peace sign up and stuff too? It's uh yeah, he can he can eat those. The way he's playing, dude, like Hall of Famer level, like crazy stuff, bro. So are they like are they like pretty I think you were telling me about like how easy they find people and shit, right? Like they'll they'll look at your socks. Like isn't there like people up in the stadium just looking for like wardrobe issues and stuff like that right yeah it's actually a dude on the side um and he literally sits there with a clipboard and i think he has everyone's number and just goes through every player he's just like all right boom 47 good 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 just like checks off everything and if you're not good then you get got so it's like showing any type of skin um under your pants or something like if you don't uh have socks that go all the way up mm. different colored shoes um freaking like your shirt length can't be a certain length now like you can't cover up the nfl or nike sign you know they got to get their promo and it's uh it's funny some of just the little things you get fined for but and you risk the cleats right you told me you risk how do they? How does that get by? Or the, those, uh, those ones were subtly painted. Which cleats? Uh, the Itachi ones I did for you. Oh yeah, dude. Um, so you can put them on during warm ups. Warm ups, it's like there's a little more free reign. They just like give you a warning. But mm. if you wear it during the game, then it's uh, definitely findable. But I mean, yeah, if they don't see it, they don't see it. But 
I've I've noticed that guy more and more now. <laughs> <laughs> I've been looking for him because uh, it got to the point where like we had to in one of our team That's meetings, uh, our coach was just like, "Yeah, it's cool if you guys get fined, but uh, if it starts, uh, if they start fining our GM and our owner, like then." You guys got to pay for that. Like, we're not cool with that shit. So, ain't that some shit, dude? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> no, you guys, you guys can pay fines, but if we have to pay fines, it's no, no, that's not cool. <laughs> like, what the hell? <laughs> like, let the guys have some fucking fun, bro. You guys are dedicated. You you put your whole life to that sport, and the average career length is not that long. Like, let the guys enjoy themselves. Shit. Yeah, dude. I mean, yeah. I, I I get the uniformity and the professionalism. Trust me, but like, there's got to be like. Like I'm glad they brought celebrations back because that was that was ridiculous. But right, the freaking the uh, yeah the the cleats were cool, man. And do you still have them and the the ones I sent you last year? Yeah, I got it's, the Lil Wayne cleats, man. I got both of them. I think it's uh, my cause, my cleats week too. I keep seeing commercials for them. this week. I I just keep seeing commercials for my cause, my cleats, and it's like showing different people with uh. The cleats they've had made. It's not showing them wearing them in game, but it's showing like players holding cleats up and talking about it. Okay, yeah, they're probably coming up. Like I think DeAndre Hopkins uh, was like showing off a pair that someone made for his mom, and those ones look like they were made like like from scratch. Like those ones were like really nice looking. Like someone must have had like a a machine to like get the right constructed. Yeah, like. It's almost like someone deconstructed and rebuilt his cleats from what it looked like. It was very impressive. Yeah, dude. People are going crazy with just, like, customization. And I don't know, man. I feel like it's such a cool market. It is sick. It's very tough. It's But it's sick. It's very time-consuming. Yeah. And, like, it's, it's hard, and a lot of players want it on, like, a time constraint. Like, it's like... Hey, I yeah. need it Thursday, and it's like, well, shit, I don't even have the shoes yet, you know? <laughs> right. And then, yeah, if you got extra gear, man, feel free to send it my way. Like, Ooh, okay. like if you got extra stuff you want me to experiment with or send back or whatever, let me know. You know, I got yeah. you. One, uh, one thing I was actually thinking, I saw some uh, reel that it was some dude customized, I think, Air Force Ones. And painted them the blackest black color. Oh, you've seen that? Yeah. Yeah, it was like Bosu black or something. Like it absorbs, it absorbs like ninety nine percent of like some, of light or something crazy like that. Yeah, almost looks crazy. like a shadow. Some yeah, I was thinking about doing some cleats that way. I feel like that'd be dope. And it's our colorway, so I can't get fined for it. Yeah, I mean, I know what paint they use. The only issue you're gonna have. But if you're only wearing them for one game, you'd probably be good. Is that paint? <laughs> the problem is like with um, it's not very flexible. It, it, okay. So it can flake and chip easily and crack. Yeah. But if you're wearing it for like a game, I mean, it send it my way. I'll get it. I'll get the paint and I'll uh, we can experiment. We do a bunch but of stuff. You don't think you could mix it with that uh stuff that? What is uh? What's that stuff? The softener? Yeah, the softener. Hey, I'm willing to experiment. <laughs> I could order, I mean, dude, I could order that paint easily. I know exactly what paint it is. I've seen my buddy, uh, he paints like action figures and stuff, and he's been using that paint. He's been sending me pictures. Is it dark? Like super dark? Yeah. Dope. It's pretty cool. It's like, it takes a little bit of getting used to, and it goes on kind of cakey. Mm-hmm. but it's it's so it's a little bit tricky to work with but i think i could handle it okay could even do a canvas with it and do something cool that'd be kind of a cool background on a canvas right like just absorbs all the light so it's just like a straight shadow yeah uh, man like yeah, i said that's just, yeah that'd be dope any ideas pop them my way dude i got you Boy. i don't know <clears throat> and i didn't get a good picture with the little wing cleats so if you ever wear them or you get time, let me know. <laughs> I've only yeah, got a few pictures and it ended up being like kind of a, whatchamacallit, they end up being like kind of blurry. I don't know what happened. Yeah, I'll I got you. I got to wear them one of, the, one of these pregames. 
yeah, I mean, I'm not going to risk 5K or however much they're going to throw at you. Who knows this year? <laughs> I've been seeing, dude, I, I saw, like, I see videos. I don't know if you, like, I don't know if it's, like, work to you or if you, like, keep up with, like, a lot of the videos. But I've been seeing videos, like, running backs getting fined for, like, lowering their heads. Like, but they're, like, running through the pile. And it's, yeah. like, like, it's, like, what are you supposed to do? Run with your head to the sky? That sounds, like, pretty bad, too. Pretty dangerous. <laughs> Yeah, dude, it's it's kind of getting ridiculous. I mean, I don't, I don't know what, I don't know what to think of it because, like, it's a lot of fucking money <laughs> to me. <clears throat> like you said, Tyree yeah. can eat, Tyree can eat it all day, but like for me, I'm like, it's still forty k out the window, bro. You know? Yeah. What's uh, what do you think's your best, your favorite moment you've had in your career so far? I mean, winning the Super Bowl was really cool. So, what did it feel like? Probably that one. Uh, it was awesome. It was uh, something that you definitely looking back on. You see how rare rare it is, and like in the moment, you just realize how rare it is. You know, um, I don't know. I feel like. It was more than just that day. That uh, day you win. It's like really just when you know you're there and you're living up that whole moment. I don't know, dude. It, do you, it was crazy. Do you think most people like? Do you think most players like that's like their ultimate goal is to win a championship, or do you think their goal is usually just to play? What do you think? Uh, that championship for sure. Uh, yeah. I think the longer you play, the more the championship becomes a thing. Um, but eventually it always becomes, yeah, you want to win a championship. Um, Most guys want like, that thing. Yeah, yeah. Being a, a round of a bunch of guys that have a lot of talent and stuff like that. Um, like we got Jimmy Graham on the team now. Cam's That's sick. been there for however many years. We had JPP for – a week (laughs) Uh, (laughs) like all these guys like jpp has two you know like freaking uh colin saunders is in the d-line with room with us now he has two with the chiefs um and cam still hasn't gotten one you know and i think he said his dad plays so they have like i don't know 20 something years of football between them two and the nfl who does dad play for uh, the Vikings. Okay. I think he was a tight end. But, uh, yeah, man, it's um, definitely something all players want. What, like, <clears throat> because, like, you got to think of, like, the whole journey is crazy. Like, first of all, you've got to be a kid probably in about high school-ish who's just dreaming of making it to the NFL one day. So you got to go through like the chances that you actually get into the league. And then you got to get into the league and you got to go through the chances of only one team every year wins it. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like such a crazy ass journey. Yeah, dude, it really, it is. Um, You could literally probably write a show on every player in every Super Bowl locker room, you know, um, mm-hmm. with how crazy their journey has been, uh, whether it be um, growing up, um, being in the NFL, being in college, like somewhere in their journey, there's some something uh, that um, like they had a battle, yeah. like adversity. Yeah, adversity and just. Um, makes you really realize how grateful you are just to even be able to play, man. You know? What'd you have to deal with? Uh, man, a lot of different things. Um, but I feel like every single one of the things I've dealt with is, uh, just made me grow as a person. So it's, um, pretty cool how I think growing up you hear, a lot of people, coaches, a lot of uh, mentors, people um, trying to guide you, say like, hey, man, this game will teach you a lot. Um, and it will teach you a lot about life. 
um, outside of football, and you're just like, yeah, all right, whatever. And then, <laughs> you know, um, years later, you're just like, I don't know, on a job or doing something, and um, it just translates. It's just like, oh, let me be here um, five minutes early. Let me not be late. Let me be on time. Let me show up because when I show up for things, good things tend to happen. Good things tend to happen on the field. Good things, you know, like happen in life when you actually show up. Um, so, yeah. um, I don't know. It's just uh, all the things, adversities I've gone through in football have really taught me not only stuff, uh, giving me strength in football, but giving me kind of strength, you know, just in life in general. That's cool. I mean, because <clears throat> one day you're going to wish you learned something from it. So might as well start taking all the wisdom now, you know? <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> One day Jake's not going to be around to help us, dude. I <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, Jake. He's going to be busy, retired in Cabo. Falling uh, off. <laughs> yeah, man. He's already there. He's like, he's halfway gone. He's still got <laughs> a little bit of him. But... Isn't that cool, though? He still takes the time to reach out and teach. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't think I ever got off the phone with him without learning something. Yeah, which is awesome. Yeah, he and he doesn't really care what level you're at. Like he's like he like he doesn't care if like uh you know, you're an NFL player or just some dude that he met at the gym, just some uh degenerate that trains jujitsu. Like he he's willing to help everybody, you know what I mean? Yeah. Actually I gotta give him credit. I don't know you met him what? Was that high school or college? College. College. What what pulled you guys together? Uh, I think his attitude and, uh, really just kind of, he really was the person who kind of gave me a vision beyond college, you know, um, talk about somebody, uh, who really like lives in the moment and like, doesn't take anything for granted. I feel like that's somebody who doesn't, you know, um. He made us come to practice every day with a smile, like you weren't allowed to leave the tunnel without smiling. Um, there are a lot of little things he did to kind of make sure we um, were 100% there when we were there, um, which you, you like see later on or just like appreciate later on in life when those moments happen where you kind of need to be all there like it's week 12 in the season and you're kind of bummed out but you literally uh walk out or walk into the indoor with a smile and 20 seconds later you're just like in a better mood and you're just like damn that shit really works there's some psychological crazy stuff that jake researched for like a day and a half and knows all about it and <laughs> You know, he experimented on us. <laughs> legitimately 36 weeks. hours straight, probably. <laughs> <Just> straight. <laughs> and, you know, like, there's a lot of logic and cool stuff behind what he says, and it usually pans out. So I'm just like, you know, this guy, uh, you know, you, you just have a lot of respect for somebody like that who um, just tells you how it is and usually tells you just stuff straight up. And Yeah. Um, no to bullshit. his best knowledge, yeah, no bullshit. To his knowledge, the least bullshit possible. He he'll tell you, you know, full accountability type of dude. Yeah. But there is something to that man, like like walking out with a smile, because it, it's it's like a choice. Like, and I don't know if you listen to like any like other podcasts or anything, but like Jocko, other than like of course this one, but you know, uh, Jocko, <laughs> uh, Wilnick, you ever listen heard of him? Uh, no, I don't think so. He has he has like a basically like an excerpt from a podcast I was listening to. He's like ex Navy SEAL, badass dude, and basically talking about like all the all the things that are a choice, like getting mad or being scared is a choice, mm -hmm. like uh, dealing anxiety. Like it was talking, I think it was talking about anxiety, and you know going to work and being miserable is a choice. Mm -hmm. Like you can show up with a smile. And you might not be where you want to ideally be, but showing up with a shitty attitude is only going to make it for a shitty day. Showing up with a good attitude is going to make the best of the day, which is going to, you know, in turn, 
make you happy. Like when, what you just said, walking out on the field with a smile and 20 seconds later you snap out of it and you're in a better mood, right? Yeah. I mean, th- like that's like a technique. Like I have about eight to five now and I walk in and I'm usually like tired of shit, like not woken up yet. I'm not a morning person, but I start trying to convince myself, like smile at that person, say hi to that person, say good morning to this person. And it works. It actually does work. Like crawling into work with a shitty attitude and ignoring everybody just kind of prolongs that attitude for me. So I, I think it makes sense. I think it's a good mental uh, exercise for people to do. Yeah, man. Um, uh, I, yeah, I just see it work. And like you said, you can take that into a lot of different aspects in life. I think just being positive and, giving that energy out, you know, you receive the same and, um, you never know, man, that you cheering up somebody's day could totally in turn make that person next to you, uh, like put them in a better mood, put them in a better vibration, which, uh, just like goes down a chain or, you know, just like can positively come back to you in a, crazy way without you even knowing you know later on that day that guy oh um i don't know (laughs) know it it does go full circle i I was like i was trying to let you finish but yeah i I think i think i pick up on what you're saying like you can change someone else's mood what or you could give someone else a good mood which could in fact open opportunities for you as well yeah like no one really wants a stickler i think i think in life there's energy creators and there's energy suckers, you know, yeah. if you're around someone who sucks up energy all the time and high maintenance and always miserable, it like feels like work just being around them, like draining. Yeah. But you're around like positive people. Yeah. It's, it tends to kind of have like a, an effect, like people tend to gravitate towards you. Yeah. Dude, uh, kind of like speaking of attitudes and stuff, like, do you talk shit on the field? You guys, you ever, you know, <laughs> Or do you have your positive um, attitude the whole time? Only when it's called for, you know. Um, <laughs> only when you got to stand up for yourself? Yeah, like, a lot of people really don't act uh, act up or, you know, act out of pocket. But if somebody is out of pocket, you know, you got to correct them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, like, dude, I think I told you this already, but, like, I would pay for a service that just like lets you hear what's on the field. (laughs) Like, I don't care about the commentators. I just want to hear like what the guys are saying back and forth sometimes, man. Like I know they do the mic'd up sometimes, which I don't know how they get away with the mic'd up. They must have to go through hours of recording and just find out what they can keep. Yeah. And actually somebody sits there and watches somebody the whole game. Think when you are mic'd up, there's a whole camera following you the whole game. Like it's, it's a whole thing. Oh yeah, so people people know like <laughs> like this is a mic'd up moment. Yeah, yeah. But I think it I think it'd be freaking cool. Like I don't know, I just think it'd be entertaining to hear like I don't know, especially like wide receivers and cornerbacks. Like you know they're going back and forth. <laughs> I feel like like there's got to be some competitiveness. You see like Jalen Ramsey and stuff. Yeah, for sure. You know he's not telling people they're like to have a good day. <laughs> <laughs> That did, did you see? Like now he's on the Dolphins. Did you see the uh, the coach was like, I t- he said he was going to come back for a pick six, not a pick field goal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm 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 vibing with Miami lately, dude. Dude, I mean, killing it. I'll get you over there as soon as I can. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> Bring you and Cam over, and it'd just be monsters. <laughs> Oh Jesus, my man, uh, E-Man's killing it over there, though. Yeah, Daniel Agba. Yeah, yeah. You know him? Yeah, yeah. We trained together. He was in K, uh, KC for a little bit. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, can't complain. Like they're looking, looking. Is there any teams you don't like playing against? Uh, no, I don't really. I was gonna go like I was gonna go down the ref route, but I don't know how much I don't know how much trouble you can get into. <laughs> the ref route. <laughs> Some of them are atrocious. I'm sure it's a hard job. 
I'm sure it's a hard job, but it seems like there's some teams to get some good calls over and over again. I don't know. <laughs> is the NFL script coming out? The script's coming out. When is it? It's you believe in the NFL script, bro? Uh, I mean, every team <laughs> has a script for every game to, you know, tell them exactly what they want to do when they see a certain look. And, uh, yeah, that's a, that's a script. <laughs> like you're, saying, you're saying like the game's planned? Yeah, people you... plan on what to do in the game, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell if you're being serious or not. Now I'm like. Am I onto something here, or is this? Just, <laughs> are you just feeding into it? <laughs> we can leave it at that, so the listener can figure it out. Yeah, yeah, we'll let people figure it out. Um, I've got like a, a list of questions, man, that people sent me when I like posted that on Instagram. <clears throat> cool to go through them all. Oh yeah, yeah. We could do that, and then uh, I'll let you go. Enjoy time with your mama. Yep. All right, let me see. Let me grab the list. All right, first one. What drives you after so many years? Um, Just uh, the love of the game, man. Just uh, I think it comes back to one, just being grateful and being grateful for uh, having the love for the game, you know. Um, it was something I learned over time, uh, just all the stuff that it, can provide for me um all the lessons i've learned you know like i was saying it translates into real life and stuff like that and uh yeah paycheck's nice yeah hell yeah right (laughs) i keep praying for higher checks for you too man i'll work i'll work on that i'll work on that as well yeah (laughs) (laughs) um is joe gorman handsome (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's a pretty handsome guy man is that Uh, one of your boys yeah, from uh, high school. He's really one of the first people I played football with. That's funny. Um, he is a chef now, man, at this really exclusive place in Philly. So if you want to get some good Italian food uh, out in Philly, I know I know a spot for you. I, I know a chef. I just like got that question. I'm like, who the hell? But yeah, I'm putting it. <laughs> Let's roll with it, Joe Gorman. Um, what's your favorite pregame meal? kind of feeds into the chef thing uh probably some pasta um i really like traveling because i get to check out the vegan spots out there and see what they got um so some type of pasta with uh some type of seafood so shrimp or salmon i couldn't believe how many vegan spots exist like when you came over i was like when you remember you ordered that vegan buffet it's a whole nother world, man. Once you open it up, uh, can't close it. You'll get a whole bunch of ads. I get mail and stuff. It's like <laughs> uh, they're targeting me, man. <laughs> the vegans are after me. It's getting ridiculous. <laughs> it's but it, it was good food. Like I can't can't complain. I was amazed. Yeah. Um, what team do you root for? I feel like that's the obvious one. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Uh, <laughs> the New Orleans uh, Saints. Yeah, come on. Obviously, the Dolphins. Well, it just depends on what the script looks like for the week. Yeah, you know, I'd never be caught dead rooting for the Eagles or anything. Yeah. Should I start Taysom Hill in fantasy? <laughs> oh, that was, that was for me. <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, definitely. That man is everywhere. Dude, he's, that's a cool ass. Like, there's not another player like him. I, it's It's cool to see him able to do it all. Yeah, dude. Great person too, man. Uh when are you coming to roll? I already asked you that. You're afraid of the, the jujitsu mats. <laughs> Worst weather. I already asked that. You said cold and rainy. Yeah. How long have you been a defensive end? Jeez, man, since college. So my first year in college I was a tight end. Um, so I guess my longest consecutive amount of time as a defensive end is since uh sophomore year of college um which was 2013 so 10 years damn 10 years yeah do you think you could still play tight end 
Uh, I mean, I definitely have to put my thousand reps in to catching some balls. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you could definitely block. I don't think I'd be bad, man. I don't think I'd be bad. Like like blocking little dump off routes and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. We got this uh player from I forgot where he's from. I think he's somewhere in the Midwest, but he played basketball overseas and now he's like a practice squad tight end for us, but dude's nice. Dude can ball. I'll have to uh just let me know when you're starting him. <laughs> I'm in a pretty deep <laughs> fantasy league here. <laughs> right? He's like six seven, freaking uh can move like a freaking uh guard, like dude's nice. Well, that's cool. Well, um, what's your favorite? What's the best thing and what's the worst thing about Uganda? So best thing and worst thing. I uh, bet somebody knew you're from Uganda. Uh, the worst thing I would say might be the flies. They're annoying. These motherfuckers <laughs> are old and aren't like you know how there's certain types of people, like there's New York people, there's like yeah, um, down south Jer- people, like Jersey, Ugandan flies. These things don't give a fuck, man, and like are still elusive enough for you not to be able to catch them. So you got to get used to that. Uh, but the best thing might either be the mangoes or huh, or the people. People are really nice there. Are they nice? Yeah, they're nice. Just uh, genuine people, man. And welcoming. Yeah. Um, one said, "What surprised you the most about success?" Um, that you got to work for it every day. <laughs> you got to cast that in you can't just be successful automatically you gotta work for it every single day and uh working for it is part of the awesomeness of being successful yeah you think i feel like most people think that you kind of just wake up successful no you You think i mean how much work you put in going back actually Because I think the next one says something about workouts. Oh, your workouts. What's the toughest part of workout? Like, what's the toughest? Like, uh, is, is it? I'm, I'm assuming they're talking about training in the heat or uh, like weightlifting. Yeah, uh, the toughest part of a workout for me now is just warming up. I gotta do a little extra warm up now. Uh, can't just jump into stuff, which I didn't really do that much anyway, but. Uh, I definitely got to make sure I'm fully warmed up or else it's usually not worth the five minutes I skip in a warm-up versus the uh, aches and pains of the workout of not warming up, you know? Yeah, is that because of your injury? Uh, Just over time. You know, you get older. Things uh, need a little more... Uh, wake me up calls than uh, they used to. I feel you on that, dude. I'm, I'm in straight denial. <laughs> <laughs> like Zach, Zach's younger than me, and he's showing up to the gym talking about being old. And I'm <laughs> over here, like, convincing myself that I'm not tired because I'm old. I'm tired because of something else. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I mean, I can. I mean, you see how like we wrench our bodies and stuff too, like. Once I started doing warm-ups, a lot of people on the mats look at me like I'm weird. But my body's felt a lot better, so I can only imagine. How many more years do you think you'll play? Man, I don't know. JPP was in this, and he was 14 years in, and I'm like, dang. That's double mine. That's crazy. Uh, Yeah, you know. You're, You're smart with your, like, you're smart about it, though, too. Like, you're not, like, blowing your money. You're like... You're investing, and you you got you got your shit lined up for you, so you could probably walk away whenever you want, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, really, if whenever my body's just telling me don't do this, or you know, uh, then I'm not gonna do it. But 
I love it, man. So, yeah, it's I'll hard do it as long as I can. What's the most amount of money you've seen a player blow? <laughs> <laughs> That's a funny one. The most amount I've seen somebody lose thirty k in a basketball game. I've seen somebody lose sixty k in a forty yard dash. I've seen a lot of shit that I'm like, oh no, no. A <laughs> forty yard dash just whips out sixty thousand. Like, all right, <clears throat> I'll yep. beat you to, to the mailbox. Let's go. <laughs> Real shit. Damn, it's like grown up kids. <laughs> like, just, yeah, you could man. you could put fifty dollars down and get the same point out of it, you know. <laughs> I feel like we're all just grown up kids anyway. They're all acting like adults. Yeah, right. That's true. <laughs> what um? Oh, what was I gonna say? Damn, I went blank on that one. Sorry. We're talking about we're talking about. Let me back it up. We're talking about running the money. Oh, you're talking about. <clears throat> dropping 60k on like 40 yard dashes and on stuff but that's like like the penalties and the fees we keep talking about that's like about the same amount of money uh yeah it's crazy so you throw up a peace sign and tyreek hill drops 40k (laughs) (laughs) i keep going back to that but i just think it's kind of ludicrous right It, it is it's ridiculous when you think about it it's pretty ridiculous that they're finding somebody for that like that amount of money (laughs) yeah for like like yeah like it's not even like reasonable and it's like throwing up peace sign bro if if, whatever like if you don't think if it's unsportsmanlike conduct i feel like unsportsmanlike conduct should only really be violence like if you push a player down because that could result in injury or like you know what i mean or you're like yeah. ripping off gear or you're postponing the game, I guess. But like if you're like burning somebody and you're like 10 yards ahead of them, right. running, for, running for a touchdown, if the dude can run backwards, throw at the peace sign or freaking call his mom on the way to the end zone, like I think it should be <laughs> fair, fair game. Man. Right. You remember the Ocho Cinco days, bro, where you like hit a Sharpie in the thing? and hurt <laughs> the sock? Yeah, bro. He called, didn't he call his mom during the touchdown? I think he did. <laughs> he, he like hit a hit a cell phone or something like that. That's fun. That like, bro. I wish I wish we could go back to those days. Those were hilarious days, bro. Like now, I think about when you that game, you're wearing the Atachi cleats, which is why this happened. Obviously, uh, you sat Tom Brady. Yeah, you, you yeah. got up and you did a little dance, dude. <laughs> you did a fucking dance. Like, what if somebody came to you and gave you a forty thousand dollar fine for that? I would, yeah, bro. I don't, I don't know, bro. Is there an appeals court? Like, can you appeal it? Can you like? Yeah, you can appeal it, but at the end of the day, it's really up to them. Um, so if somebody else kind of got away with it, you can say like, "Hey, this person got away with it." But uh, yeah, bro, it's really up to them. Gotcha. They own the court. <laughs> oh, it's Crazy. tough, man. Well, hey, dude, if you're ever in Florida, hit me up. I mean, like... Yeah, dude, I got to get back out to Tampa. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what really you got going on here because homeboy's in Vietnam, but... Yeah, it's actually perfect timing. I got to start getting ready to take my mom to the airport. No worries, dude. I appreciate your time. I, uh, dude, and I appreciate you doing this, man, and uh means a lot to me. And I uh, hope yeah. you have a good rest of your season, bro. A nice, healthy rest of your season. And uh, I really uh, I look up to the humility that you have. No, I appreciate that, man. Um, I appreciate being able to talk on this, man. And yeah, I appreciate you having me on, man. It's an awesome privilege just to be able to talk. And um, I think it's awesome that you have this platform and podcast, too. You know, you can get a artist slash jujitsu slash customizer slash detailer slash too much what else are you doing i sold the detailing business oh nice i'm yeah i'm I'm past that i'm purchasing and sales agent now but 
Dude, so slash purchasing and sales <laughs> agent uh, conversation with anybody, dude. It's like, I think podcasts are awesome. And uh, yeah, it's just awesome to be able to do. Well, you have a good rest of your day, brother. And uh, I'll be looking for you to, I don't know, who are you playing next week? Uh, we're playing the Lions. Okay, well, I'll be looking forward to you sacking Jared Goff at least once. Let's go. I appreciate it. I think the podcast is fucking sick. If you're listening to it and you're like, you know, I don't know if I want to listen to the next episode of this podcast. You're probably a bitch ass. You need to listen to the next episode of this podcast and keep listening to it. Um, because my friends down here are trying to make shit happen and we're going to make some shit happen.